Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just always so puff guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type. Make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Okay, I think this is episode 120. We got a. We got we're on a, the eve. We're on the eve of our rivalry, buddy. <laughs> well, you know, you sound much happier now that we're on the air than you did right before we went on it. I know it's been a rough day. Sorry. It's actually been a rough couple of days with fucking. Uh, the hurricane and then everyone wanting shit that's not in the hurricane and people like everyone on the west coast is like we need this now and we're oh, like, work we're fucking batting down the hatches everyone's like not working like we had off thursday and technically we had off thursday and friday i worked all the freaking time even in a hurricane and everyone's like just stressing us all out you know, because we're about to shoot this movie and it's, we only have like one more week left, which is crazy. Um, and no one's like prepared, really. Um, they're all behind and no one knows what the hell's going on. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's good time. Okay. So uh, I've been stressed and uh, um, these late podcasts, I mean, I'm used to it, but it's just tough. Um, but anyway, let's talk. Uh, we got, I, uh, we're on the eve of NFL uh, first week, which uh, we did have a game on Thursday, which sucked. Yeah, you know, we're going to be making we were, we were able to watch that right before the power went out, so that was great. I was hoping for a good game, but apparently the game that should have been on, the Pittsburgh New, New, New England game, they moved to Sunday night because they wanted to do this cool retro 100 this hundred season bullshit and have Dallas and Chicago be the first game and Green Bay Green Bay Chicago Green Bay Chicago and Collinsworth and Michaels were wearing the stupidest outfits they were wearing like old timey suits uh, actually everybody on the on the team was wearing stupid shit and it was just a terrible game and I felt bad for Collinsworth sitting in that stupid getup, but anyway. But now we're getting now we're getting to the full week. Uh, it didn't it didn't bug me. The, the getup didn't bug me. You didn't laugh and go, "These idiots!" Well, I did. No, I mean I whatever. I who cares? Nobody's what? Nobody cares. Like nobody's paying attention to what they're wearing. <laughs> I don't know when they first showed up in the full suit with the hat and everything I was just like oh my god but anyway that game was terrible and now we're going on to like a week of good games hopefully did you join your picker league I didn't I'm still debating yeah. it's like a hundred bucks you pick four games it's it's all NFL it's not NFL in college which is fine because as today has showed me I don't know anything about college or what I'm doing oh I'm two and out today I was happy about that. That's good. And I should listen to you on the on college. I, I I lost every bet that I had today. Well, Florida State last week lost to Boise State, and the coach came on the air and said that the only reason they lost was because they were dehydrated, um, like they like were thirsty. And uh, I was like, this guy's an idiot. And uh, then they played today. And they almost lost. They almost lost in overtime. They won by one in OT. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, and I liked Louisiana Monroe get twenty two and a half, and uh, they covered by a lot. Wait, I want to go back to the hurricane. So everything's okay. Everyone's okay. It was, how bad did it affect you? What like what was it like? Well, everybody was saying, Everybody but me was like confident that nothing was going to happen or that things were going to happen, and I was just like, it's going to be fine. Uh, I kept telling everyone, like, one of our accountants, like, freaked out and drove to Raleigh, and I'm like, you're crazy. So there was a lot of, like, storm watch 
and uh, you know stuff like that. And we ended up getting a pretty good tropical storm. Um, our fence that the house we're renting uh, basically fell down, but uh, everything else, the power went out from like midnight to like nine a.m. the next morning. Um, but it wasn't that bad. Okay, we you know we all called you. We were in uh, I was in Big Bear for the for the most of the week. Oh yeah, how was Big Bear? Well, yeah, I tried to answer. Well, I didn't answer the. I didn't get it. Then I called you guys back, and then we just were exchanging phone calls. Oh, it was um, fine. It was all right. Um, you know. Did you hike or what you do? Yeah, there? just uh, just like did a lot of walking around the lake. Um, and you know the dogs had the best time of anybody. Did you stay at a uh, Sabrina's place? At who? No, I didn't. Oh no, I didn't even think about that. Sabrina has a place. Apparently, a lot of people do. Um, yeah. Eric was uh, we would no, we got an Airbnb. It was like a three bedroom house, and we just like went out in the town first first day. The second day, we like um, we just cooked camp like cooked out and had like a you know there's a hot tub, there's a pool table, all that kind of shit. Nice. Yeah. It was fun. But one year old in tow? Yeah, or however old, six month year old. Yeah. You, you just round uh, up. I get it. I round up. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, uh, but yeah, we were all worried about you. Um, well, uh, thanks. Go ahead. Uh, all right, so we have big news today in football. Oh yeah, the Antonio Brown saga. He's traded three ta- three. He's been on like three different places since we last spoke. He was on the Raiders, then he was released, and now he's a New England Patriot. Do you know that they couldn't sign him until today at four o'clock, and that he announced it at four o one, which is a little suspicious. Let me just say, what to to every Raiders fan that bought an Antonio Brown jersey get their money back? That's my question. <laughs> Because, yeah. like, they have no one on their team that anyone would buy a jersey for except him. Like, he must be the number one jersey seller, right? Like, so who, to the Raiders organization, like, give everybody back their money or this? Everyone fucked with a uh, jersey for a guy that doesn't even play one snap for your team. Yeah. I mean, that's all I was thinking about when he was traded. <laughs> um, so yeah, this guy's a freaking pain in the ass, and I'm pissed that now Patriots have Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon on their team. It's a lot of problems on the outside, though. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. They're gonna um, be tough to beat. Yes. Um. And uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's Just, funny because when he got released, you said who would, who would he who was going to sign him, and like I was joking when I said the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't really think the Cowboys were going to sign him, but it is just such a typical thing that they would do. Um, then I heard the Seahawks, and then so I sent that to you, and then soon after uh, I heard that New England was interested. I saw some people posting about New England being interested. Everyone's like, wouldn't that just be like the perfect fit? And he gets to go, like to a team and win um yeah that's terrible so uh speaking of the Cowboys um you got your guy yeah he, he won he won I don't um, like it but we'll see what I hope he pulls a hamstring tomorrow dude I'm so mad that they paid him but I actually I don't mind the contract uh even though it's a lot of money like, I like that you spread it out over six years, um, even though most of it's guaranteed. Uh, I I just don't like negotiating, dealing, like, that just kind of f- fucked the whole league, right? Like, why would you... Yeah, I mean, Giants, Giants now are going to have to pay Barkley, like, yes. more than him. And it's going to be in a, in a year or whatever, you know? And it's like, <laughs> he's the last one that's going to get this because... If you're a running back now, I mean, if you're a team now, and this is the new precedent, 
why would you ever draft a running back in the first round again? Like, what, I'm going to really only be able to pay you for, like, a rookie contract for two years, and then you're going to hold out? Like, is this what we're going to do all the time? Yeah, I totally agree. It's fucking crazy. Um, it's like, it's like you, you, or you go into their draft knowing that you're going to have to put money aside, you know? Like, it's like, fuck, this guy's going to... We're going to have to pay this guy right off the bat. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, but anyway, uh, it makes the Cowboys like look a lot better on paper now with him there. Yeah, um, uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen in the game tomorrow, but I think seven and a half points is uh, way too much for game one. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you think you're out of your mind. Why would... <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll get into that, I guess, when we get into our picks and stuff. So, uh, you have any notes there, pal? I do. Um, I, um, the first thing, the first note I have is, um, about, did you see that Richard Linklater announced his new movie? Yeah, that it's going to be 30 years. Can we just, can we just say that, that, hey, you, you did it once and it was awesome. Thanks. We don't, we don't need another one of thing like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's going to be a musical, this one. Yeah, great. I can't wait to see Jonah Hill's sister grow up over 30 years. Like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. It just seems so obnoxious to me. What if they can't sing by the... Uh, they get worse as a singer. Well, I think it's 20 years, not 30. But either way, uh, it's still whatever. a long time to have to keep everybody alive and everything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of like... You, you did it once and it and it worked. Like why why keep going to that well? I don't know. Um, like, you know, there's like an app that shows you what you look like in 30 years. No. I guess like uh, I guess if someone's gonna pay you to do it, then whatever. Yeah. Uh, my second note is um, the big news. Uh, did you see that the Jeremy Renner app got shut down? I didn't, but I'm not shocked. Uh, so Jeremy Renner had an app um, where you could it was basically like Instagram but just Jeremy Renner was allowed to post on it and uh, he has all these re- fans they're, I forget what they're called they're called like Renners or Jeremites or something and um, it got it got like infiltrated by a bunch of um, shockingly by a bunch of um, trolls who decided to like fuck with everybody because why are you on the Jeremy Renner app? And um, he like sent out a big heartfelt apology and told everybody he was it, the app had jumped the shark and he had and its integrity was ruined and he had to take it down immediately. Great. That's the worst. Very exciting. Uh, what about you? Any notes for you? Uh, not really. But did you see that? Um the Joker won best movie at the Venice Film Festival. I did not. It's definitely the most uh, talked about. And when it, and when the ad, I, I think they said when the ad happened for it on Thursday, um, Thursday night, um, it was the most like it became like the most watched clip online. So NFL advertising, like everyone's saying, like, dude, NFL advertising, that's the way to go. Nice. But, uh, no, I didn't uh, see that. Okay. And that, uh, I went to see it. You didn't see it yet, right? I did not see it yet. You didn't see it? Yep. Nope. Um, wasn't my favorite. Very disappointing. So you said, it okay. It wasn't scary at all. I'm not going to ruin anything. Uh, long as shit. It's very long, and it feels long. Um,. And then there's like storylines that basically are set up and go nowhere, and you don't really understand what's happening. And then, I mean, I guess the end fight was okay, but it was just, I don't know. It definitely did not live up to the expectations. All right. Um, I, um, I do know one other thing I wanted to tell you. I had a conversation with our old super fan, uh, Jared, because. 
the new Wu Tang show started on um, Hulu. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, I heard about it. So I watched the first episode. The first three are up. I only watched the first, and it's interesting because I want to, I like want to call myself out for some things. It's it's definitely got does that thing where it overly glorifies something that didn't happen. You know, like. Uh, like, two of the guys are trying to kill each other, like, for real, before they're in, like, the Wu-Tang Clan, and I believe that they probably had some beef, but I don't think they were constantly, like, shooting at each other, like, that kind of stuff. Hard to tell what's real and what's fake. Um, but I still enjoyed it, and I realized the reason it didn't bother me as much is not because it's the Wu-Tang Clan. It's because in a television series, I don't mind all the bullshit with it, because um, I'm not getting all the facts crammed into two hours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the stakes aren't as high when you tell me something that happened that didn't happen. Because there's going to be so many other things that happened along the way. Yeah. I, I, but I like it so far, i got to tell you. Cool. Um, so Speaking yeah. of miniseries, did you hear Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when it gets released on streaming services on Netflix or whatever it's going to be a four part miniseries and they're adding all this shit yeah yeah I did it's going to be awesome um like you said he's already cut it together oh wow I didn't see that okay but uh since we're on movies did you get the trailer that I sent you it was the trailer I, of the I did I saw the first trailer for this and I liked this trailer uh so, what is the trailer of the week? Jojo Rabbit. And what's the premise of Jojo it's, Rabbit? Uh, Tiki Waititi, which I always screw up this name. Taika Waititi. Uh, yeah, he uh, directed uh, one of our favorite movies of the past years uh, called um, Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah, our first um, movie review, review uh, show, we both put that at number one. And uh, then he did Thor Ragnarok, and he's, you know, getting a lot of options right now. Uh, and he made this little independent kind of Wes Anderson feel. It has a feel of Wes Anderson um, movie about a fun Hitler. Well, Hitler... I don't the, really know the exact premise of it. The kid, it's, but, well, it's about a kid that wants to be a Nazi, and... He, he uh, his imaginary friend is Hitler. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay, so, you know, when he's like, what should I do? He asks Hitler, you know, and then it turns out that the kid's like, you know, he meets other kids who are like, you're a uh, fascist, it's not good. And he starts to learn that maybe being a Nazi isn't bad, and he's fighting with his imaginary Hitler friend. And Hitler's like a nice guy. Well. Or like a funny guy. Yeah, I mean, it's his imaginary friend. It's just in the form of... like a goofy version of him. We'll see. You know. I don't know. It looks pretty funny. Yeah, it looks good. Um, um, the very ever-controversial Scarlett Johansson's in it. Yeah. She can't stay out of trouble. She... I have no... I am all on ScarJo's side on everything. Yeah? Yeah. She should have been, she should have been able to play that at role. <laughs> But who's, who's playing that role now? No one. Yeah, there you go. All right, what else? Congratulations, community. <laughs> you uh, you just took the movie off the map. Um, anyway. But you, um, you don't have a problem with her sticking up for Woody Allen? Nope. I kind of don't. I kind of don't either. Here's where I, if I may. Um. I don't have a problem if she believes him because that's her friend. Like, if you were accused of doing something pretty horrible, I'd have a lot of trouble believing that you did it. Um, the difference is, it's it is hurtful to victims if it you know if you come out and say I don't believe them. Um, I mean, I guess if you don't believe them, they're not really victims. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing's been proven. It's all whatever. Yeah, but, um, said, yeah, but uh, yeah, yes and no. There has been some proven stuff. I don't know. I I, I think that um, it's better to just stay out of it publicly. Yeah. 
if you want to privately support your friend, that's one thing. I think it's probably a bad idea to come out and support him publicly. Well, apparently his new movie is terrible, so um, there's well, that. Yeah, do you think that we'll ever see a good Woody Allen movie again? Mm, maybe. See, I say no. No okay. way. No one's gonna. No one wants to give. You know, everything he's gonna touch is poison moving forward. I don't know about that because he's still gonna have these like huge actors that are in his movies. You think I don't know. Are- I don't think he is, and he's in his eighties. Yeah, I don't know. Um, All right. Well, thanks right. for sending that trailer. I had a trailer I did not send to you that I just saw today that I highly recommend watching. Um, it is called, uh, it's for a, a documentary and I saw, uh, Jordan Peele had tweeted about it and he had tweeted, I could watch 24 straight hours of this. It's a movie called Mr. America and it's, about, okay. it's a, it's a documentary about this guy who's running for district attorney in, um, I think it's San Bernardino, uh, up in the Valley and he's a con- He's a guy that got, um, like, uh, he's got a very bad temper. So it's a lot of clips of him just, like, tearing shit down and yelling at people and arguing. Um, and uh, he apparently was, um, was um, can, uh, what do you call it? He was accused of murder and got off on a technicality. Like, it's they're pretty sure he did it. And so... It's like an, yeah, it's an interesting guy. I totally, it's called Mr. America. Check that out. Oh, yeah, nice. you, yeah, I'll check that out. Uh, after beating a murder charge, Tim Heidecker seeks revenge by running a mm. campaign to unseat the San Bernardino district attorney. I'm in. Yeah. Um, did you see the documentary thing that I sent you about? Yeah, I didn't, like, I don't know. Like, where do we see that? It's, they just premiered it at a festival. It's going to come out soon. So this is a documentary on uh, the making of The Departed, the Scorsese yeah, awesome. by an eighty-something-year-old documentarian. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I'll watch it, of course. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So what are we talking about? We got the so challenge. that's our trailer of the week. That that could be one of our topics because we don't want to keep you. It's Saturday night. We're twenty minutes into this thing. Uh, I did see a good trailer during it. It though. Oh, what was that? Just Mercy. Have you seen that? I don't believe I have. What's Just Mercy? I'm pretty sure this is going to be in the Oscar running here. It's Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Oh, I saw a review of it. I have not. I have not seen the clip. Okay. Uh, it looks really good. Um, basically, Michael B. Jordan is like takes up a case uh, of a guy who's wrong, wrongfully accused, uh, played by Jamie Foxx, who has been in jail since he was. I guess the age that Michael B. Jordan is now and, you know, he just goes and visits the guy's family and learns all this about him and, like, fights for him. And it looks, it looks great. It's really good. Um, it's about trying to get him out of prison, obviously. And uh, it's a true story. So it's going to be good. Cool. Um... So the challenge started. Okay, let's let's do that. So how are you feeling about this challenge? Um, uh, I was just thinking about some people I haven't seen in a while, and I was I was wondering, um, like what happened to like Nelson? Like, does that guy just have too big of a violence problem that they can't um, bring him on anymore? I don't know. Considering the the craziness that's going on in this. That one guy, I don't know his name, who was the first guy to get eliminated in that last challenge, and then they brought him back as the one guy, uh, the Mexican guy, like, broke his arm. Oh, the, um, the guy who gets in the fight with CT? Yeah. What was that guy doing? Uh, what's his name? I've got the cast up here right now. I'll have to, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, that's just somebody who's very who's very not smart. Like, he just, Why didn't he leave the room? When the I, guy I was, don't know. He wants to get his ass kicked or something? Josh is his name. Well, it's tough because, you know, you're, you want to stand up for yourself and you keep thinking you're right, but at some point you just got to let it go. 
he's a doofus, but he's hooking up with your girl. Um, what's her name? Uh, Georgia. Yeah, I know. I didn't see that coming. So I liked that they were. I I kind of liked that they were going to vote her out. I wish that they had done that. There's a couple things I really like so far. I I, I don't know how much into this Team USA versus Team UK I am because I care way more about the people on Team USA than the UK because I have a history yeah. with them. And CT, just watching CT, like, look at his friends. And they were like, I don't know what it's going to be like. He's looking at his friends over there, and they all voted him off. But I would have picked Turbo, too. Yeah, it's hard not to. That, see, that was great. So in the first episode, yeah, I mean, I guess it's really hard to explain to people because no one who's listening would ever watch the show anyway. Um, which is a really great basically, topic. Basically, they had two teams set up, and they had a challenge, and whoever won got to pick. the. There's four extra people, and uh, they got to pick who they wanted on their team, regardless of whether they were the U.K. team or the U.S. team. And one of the main guys in the show, C.T., who's been on the show since the very beginning, uh, got voted off not picked by his U.S. camaraderies or his not camaraderies comrades comrades uh, and it was uh, you know they picked the winner of the last season who basically dominated every fucking thing and won the challenge last season and like it's like how do you not pick this guy CT's like old Turbo's ready to go he's in great shape yeah although CT does look like Jack though you think? Oh, I think the CT looks heavy. He does look heavy, but he's still like—I wouldn't want to fight him. No. Well, it, fortunately, <laughs> it's not a boxing game. Um, it is interesting to see these people have to work together. I love the—I love the hook of um, if you—if you win the challenge, you can switch teams. I'm looking yeah, forward. I like that, to, I'm looking forward to see who the first person to do that is. Um, and I like that Georgia didn't do it. Yeah, and she although, got off. Although I would have, yeah, I would have done that. Um, I so like this first episode, the guy that lost this guy, Sean. I love the way that they talked about him, and they're like, "Wait, what was, what was the show you won?" And he's like, "I won um, whatever." Survivor. Yeah, and he uh, and he's like, um, they're like, well, "What a shipwrecked," and they're like, "Well, what's the, what's like the." deal with shipwrecked he's like oh you have to like meet and be friends with everybody and figure out like well how the hell did you win that game and then come here and not like make one single friend like yeah he's like it's all about your having a good personality yeah and uh <laughs> and making friends and it's like you've been here a day you haven't made one friend <laughs> <laughs> i like loved that i also loved uh, even though i i'm a um i'm a west fan i loved uh jordan's plan to like Expose West. I thought that was really well done. I like them all. They're all teaming up against West now. It's great. Yeah, he's in trouble next week. Um, but if he wins, he's the he is the first guy to switch teams. No problem. So the Georgia elimination, like the whole time, I was trying to figure out what the best strategy for that is. So what happens in that? So basically. They have this big, like, cart that's full of... It obviously wasn't full of cinder blocks, but it was like a mining cart uh, that they had, like, a torch built into it, and they had to push it around the circle until you... I don't know, it's, like, stupid. They had to, like, light somebody else's fuse that was, like, dangling on the exterior portion of the circle or the opposite end of their circle. And it basically, like... They did it for like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Like trying, they they were like gassed. But I didn't. I kind of was trying to figure out by watching like what the best strategy for that game was. And I couldn't figure it out. I guess yeah. it would be just to spin it. That's what I was thinking. Once, yeah, you once you spin, spin it, it, though, you lose grip. You but know? if you know that you're, if you know you're spinning and you can do it fast enough, you can gain moving them, moving it to where you want to. I was thinking about that too. Um, I don't like that Bear and uh, and uh, Laurel are like becoming an item. Oh, that's because you hate Bear and you love Laurel. Exactly, I hate Bear. <laughs> and Laura, Laurel's like the best competitor, like female competitor on this, like ever. Uh, like 
yeah, one of the best ever. And she's like, and I like, she had to have seen the last season, and he was like the biggest douche. But I guess like everyone wants to hook up with this guy. And, uh, <laughs> he's got charisma. People want the bad guy. <laughs> uh, another big hookup uh, is uh, Rogan, who's a male stripper, and um, and D from last season. And she was, like, basically, the first night they were hanging out, she's like, so basically, like, you're my boyfriend, right? Yeah. That was great. And he was like, uh, yeah. He's, like, telling her how, he's, like, winning her over by saying that he loves being a male stripper. And then she's like, well, now you're, like, my boyfriend, right? And he's like, uh, sure. (laughs) And that's not going to go well. You know what scene I love, too, is when, uh, CT was working out or he was like on the treadmill and like he was watching the UK girls like work out and that diesel girl Jenny yeah who's like basically a weightlifter bodybuilder was like just schooling these people and they cut to CT and he just like gives a little like eye eyebrow like movements (laughs) like loving it um because there's like some really bad like people working out like they have no clue what they're doing I don't know right um, um, and why was this girl called Big T because she wasn't well big. she said because she was small she always called herself Big T to make well, up for being so she small wasn't, she wasn't big and she's out yeah I like um, I liked Big T what's going on with like all these people uh, having like to leave all of a sudden and them not even discussing it they're like it's like a double. Yeah, there was like, there was a double like, uh, this person's grandma died, so she had to leave. And then, and then like, somebody else. What was the other person? The other girl was Faith, who was on the U.S. team, and she she got mad that Bear and uh, was talking loud at night, and so she got up at five thirty in the morning and started like waking everybody up, which is a total rational move. And then uh, said, "All right, these people don't respect my boundaries. I'm leaving." That's ridiculous. But I love, like, in that whole argument, they were just like, everybody was just like, what is this? You're waking everybody up. Yeah, basically, it's exactly what happened. She lost an argument. She realized, she went too far with trying to get somebody back and blew it, and nobody had her back, and she's like, all right, this is not going to go well. I'm leaving. No one wants you banging pots and pans at four in the morning. No. (laughs) Um... Cara Marie was like silent in that first episode. So usually she's got every soundbite. This girl, obviously, she obviously she and Polly uh, sat down and watched that first that last season together and realized what how they were coming across and decided, okay, that's got to stop. Well, since I'm dialed into the challenge, oh like, nice, you, know, you got some. Uh, there is uh, something that happens uh, on this season uh, where someone gets engaged to another person. Oh. You get engaged at the challenge? Oh, sorry. Maybe it was... Uh, sorry, it was Jordan and uh, Tori getting engaged on the show. Oh, really? Well, see, I think they're smart. I like the way that they were like, um, hey, let's just not even act like we're together. Like, who cares? Like, let's yeah. not call any attention to it. Um for some reason, I thought it was Cara Maria. Sorry, I shifted there. Tori um, is uh, Tori is their number one go-to soundbite for this year. Yeah, she she's saying all the right things to get the camera time to say. I actually, I I go back and forth my feelings on her, but she said something that I like freaking loved this week, when she was like, uh, "They're like, well, who nominated Cam to be the leader?" She's like, "Cam nominated Cam." I don't know who Cam like. She's never really won anything, but she has created quite She's a got persona. Like six for nicknames. <laughs> Did she say she had like six nicknames? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that's funny. Because it's true. Um, She's the Baker Mayfield of uh, the challenge. Well, I'm glad glad it's back, buddy. Me too. Glad it's back. Um, all right, so uh, before we get into football, I wanted to go back to. Our, uh, you know, we did our meet. We did our, our really, really hot music um, show last week, and um, 
I wanted to go back on a couple things, and you know, you uh, actually texted me the list of the top five songs of the summer. You know, we'd said that Old Town Road was obviously the song of the summer, and you have um, contrary evidence according to Spotify. What is? What did you find out? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's uh, it was number four on my list. Uh, number three, it was beat by Billy Eilish, Bad Guy. Which is, do you like, do you like Billy Eilish? You like Bad Guy? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, me too. Um, and then number two was the Ed Sheeran Bieber song, um, which I don't have the name of. Uh, uh, it's, um, I don't care. When I'm with my baby. <laughs> I don't care either. So, perfect name. Um, and then the number one song in the summer was the the lovely rendition that Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes had at the uh, VMAs when they were singing together. Now, this is according to Spotify. So this is the most times it's been played on Spotify? Yeah, something like that. Interesting. Because uh, kids love Old Town Road. Um, oh, my friggin' nephews and have like a whole dance they do with it. Um, they were doing the dance for when I was visiting. It's another thing. Like, that guy okay. that guy was in the news this week because of the whole thing with the LeBron James show, the shop, when he was like Kevin Hart was like talking to him about him being gay and I guess people didn't like the way that Kevin Hart was addressing it. Because he got a history of homophobia. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, also we have a history of getting upset about everything. But I didn't. I, I don't mean that they should or shouldn't. I didn't watch it. I just saw that it happened. Speaking of that, did you see the Dave Chappelle show? I, I did, but I want to I want to go back to music real quick before we do that. And I, I, I would actually love to talk about the Dave Chappelle thing. Um, the I wanted to say that my favorite. Do you have a favorite summer song? I didn't get to say my favorite summer song. What's your favorite summer song? It's a song by the band of uh, your cousins, Haim. Okay. You know Haim. Yeah, I know Haim. They have a song called Summer Girl, and it's really good. It's my favorite summer song. And I've been pushing it on anybody that will listen to stuff. Like when I'm sitting around and I get the DJ, that's something that I put on. Um, uh, it's usually met with, it's usually met with good stuff. It's, it uh, The video... Is directed by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. It's an interesting video of people of the. Girls oh yeah, I did see that. I saw that. Just walk around taking their jackets and sweaters off, but. Um, yeah. And then I also wanted to point out when we did our Taylor Swift thing, uh, that she's thirty years old, and that seems really weird. That is weird. She seems younger. Um. I don't have a summer song, so I can't. Uh, can't add to that. Okay, so but what were you gonna what were you gonna add before about the Chappelle? No, I was just saying like Chappelle was talking about this whole how everybody's on edge. That's basically what the whole freaking uh, special was about. Just that you can't make jokes about things anymore in the media. Like you can't be controversial, and he was pretty controversial. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, but I loved every every minute of it. Me too. I thought it was awesome. Like. Uh, I laughed my ass off it. It was like the same thing we were talking about Norm MacDonald. Like, how he says stuff. Obviously, I think Dave Chappelle knew what he was doing. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, like, he just says stuff to be radical, but be smart about it, and it's just, like, fucking hilarious. And he got killed in the media for the special, like, how horrible it was and all this shit. It was pretty funny, man. Yeah, but you know what? I think he's been smart because he hasn't responded. And I think that once the initial... I think you realize, once the initial backlash happens um, it and it settles down, the other voices come in to say, like, what's wrong with you people? Like, this isn't... It's comedy, you know? Well, that's what he... He said it in the special a bunch of times, like how people can have their opinions and I'll have my opinions and... Like, he doesn't need to respond because the joke's basically, he basically said it in the special. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved it. I laughed out loud a couple times. Like, I was like, this is really good. I like when he was like, so you're telling me, you know, this is why I don't believe Michael Jackson. He's like, because he didn't have sex with uh, Macaulay Culkin. 
Right. If I was a pedophile back then, he'd be my number one guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I thought that was hilarious. But anyway, controversial podcast saying that I thought that was a funny joke. No, you know, it's funny because Simmons on his podcast, he keeps bringing in everything. Like, um, he did this thing, he does this thing called Half-Baked Ideas, and he wanted to do a, a Twitter fantasy league where you get points for, like, saying the most um, agreeable things. Um, I, I'm going to ruin this whole thing, but he was basically making fun of everybody for saying that James Chappelle's thing is bad, you know? And he's, like, obviously having arguments with his young staff about it all the time. Um what uh, all, right. all right, so what so I guess that leads us into the NFL, huh? I guess so, sure. So all right, so Thursday night you got to see the game. I did get to see the game. It wasn't wish it was the a better game. Sure. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I had the Packers in the under. That was a good bet. Um and that Packers would have been they would have been one of my three picks um in in our thing. Um, had it not been a Thursday game, I I I think from the beginning of the year, um, or two weeks ago when we did our NFL stuff, I told you my dislike for Trubisky and the Pack and the Bears. And I'm not gonna say it all, you know. Week one, it's a Thursday night, it's a mess. But yeah, I said I liked him. You said you did. But I actually I, drafted him on my fantasy team. There's a great Twitter did this great thing where uh, I guess apparently they exposed that Trubisky can't throw left. Like, he can't throw to his left. Um, And there's all these videos of how bad he is throwing to his left. And, uh, yikes. I mean, look, the Packers didn't look fantastic either. Aaron Rodgers looked bad. They both looked bad. Yeah. Both teams looked bad. I mean, the the big difference in the game was, and that's the thing, that's like, well, I'm not going to sit here and be like, wow, I really knew that. Um, The big difference is that Aaron Rodgers had a big play that went, and the Trubisky had a big play that didn't. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, that was the difference in the game. Um, but it is troubling so, when you see the two-minute offense and Trubisky's trying to lead him down, and you're like, "This is not, it, there's no way. So what, uh, what do you like for tomorrow? So we get three picks each, right? Three picks, I'm ready. Um, I did not take the Cowboys, but I will say I'm very excited. I think seven and a half is just, just about where it should be. I think your team is terrible. You have, like, nobody on it that's good. And so you have one good player. Everybody else stinks. And so I don't understand why you would think that 7.5 isn't a good spread. Because the Giants' offense is good. Who, who, who's going to catch the ball for the Giants? Charlie Shepard's out yeah, there. Okay, well, you said it was good. Who, uh, who else? And, and they have Evan Ingram, who's an awesome tight end. He's an uh, awesome tight end? Yes, he's an awesome tight end. Okay. He drops a few. He has some drop problems, but he's fucking good, man. Uh, and and he, then, uh, oh. you know, Barkley screen passes. I don't know what to say. Let me ask you Their offense. Let me ask you. I mean, the last, like, seven or eight games, they scored, like, 30 points a game. So now, Here's what's going to happen. Cowboys defense is really good. It is. And they're going to blitz the shit out of uh, Twinkle Toes, and he's going to... And his noodle arm is going to, I mean, he, Eli's in big trouble. Let's just say that Giants offensive line is a lot better than it was last okay. year. Um, their defense is suspect, which is the problem, because they're going to have to score a lot of points. So, Well, I don't, yeah, think, Dallas, I don't think Dallas is going to score a lot of points in this game. I just, uh, I, Giants defense is not good. I predict this to be a lower scoring game, and I, I expect... Um, Giants have a good secondary, and that's about it. But I don't. I just. I still don't see. Like, I think you play eight in the box. Like, what are you gonna do? It's not like Eli can throw past twenty yards downfield. You know what I mean? Dude, he's gonna have some bombs, dude. So are he'll, you? Are you happy they're starting? Say, are you happy? Say, are you happy they're starting Eli? Yeah. All right. So this is what's so crazy. I was listening to cousin Sal, and they were doing the same thing with Harry because you and Harry have a lot in common. Uh, he, they're like, this is the first year you've been happy to have Eli as your starting quarterback. Like every other well, year, you guys complain about it, and this right, year when he's we like know terrible. This is his last year, and uh, Daniel Jones is uh, gonna probably come in 
over halfway through the season right. and start. So what's your prediction on that game then? Dallas is going to win by three points. Okay. By a field goal. All right. Uh, uh, that's not my pick. No, I know. No one's making that pick. I, we wouldn't dare. Karma would stop us from making that pick. All right, my number one pick. All right. Is Jets minus two and a half over the Bills. Where? All right. So I looked at this because I kind of like the Jets. I'm I'm with you. I like the Jets more than I like the Bills. But it's it's my understanding that Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen. Yeah. Was like the best fantasy quarterback of the last like six or eight weeks of last season. And Bills have a top five defense. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I know the Bills are better than we usually think they are because we bet against them last year, but I'm kind of with you. I like the Jets. I would, you know, if you're going to ask me, it's really hard. Does it seem like this week there's a lot of really bad teams playing each other, even though we haven't seen anybody play? Yeah. It's weird, right? Like, there isn't only like eight good teams. There's way more. So why do I keep thinking that every game is a matchup of terrible teams? Like I saw so many bets for you out there. Like who? Like who do the Lions play? Oh, that's my, that's one of my bets. Oh, right, see, I just I knew it. I see, I see all these teams. Detroit is my number one. I like, see best bet of the week. I see all these teams that are like these three point games between teams that finished in last or second to last last year. And I'm like, this is the kind of shit you love to bet. Dude, all I know is that's my favorite bet of the weekend. All right. Well, hold on from that. My first bet is uh, Kansas City minus three and a half against Jacksonville. Okay. I mean, it's in Jacksonville. Uh, apparently all the Sharps really like Jacksonville because, you know, home dogs. Uh, people seem to like them. I just don't know. They have no receivers. I don't know about Nick Foles, um, which is weird to say because I knew about Nick Foles and that Eagles team. I don't know about him anywhere else. Um, that team was a mess last year. Uh, I don't like the Jaguars. I love Kansas City this year, so I don't mind giving up the extra half point of a, and, and going with Kansas City minus three and a half. That's my first pick. I mean, Chiefs are good that this year. I just don't know what the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to do first game. Hey, by the way, aren't you uh, glad I threw in that New England bet to win the AFC? Yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah, I mean, that really solidified that those are the two teams. All right. what uh, What's your second? Uh, well, I said Detroit. Right. They were minus two and a half. Now they're three. So, again, uh, who, who's Detroit playing? They're playing Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Um... Uh, so I like that. Uh, not not the world's biggest uh, chess match with Matt Patricia and um, homeboy from Texas no. Tech. Um, I just Cliff think that first, first game for Ty- Kyler Murray, he's going to struggle. Uh, they don't really have any receivers. They have a good running back. I just don't know who he's going to throw it to. And other than the Lions defense, he's going to have some. He's going to have some picks. And. Uh, I'm, I'm guaranteeing at least one pick six. How about that? <laughs> uh, well, you could probably bet that, so that would you get some pretty good odds. All right. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Sure I mean, the Cliff Kingsbury wasn't even that successful. At Texas Tech comes in; he's like a some kind of quarterback, offensive college spread guru. Let's see if it translates. Um, my second pick is the Los Angeles Rams minus one and a half at Carolina. That is my second road underdog, uh, road favorite that I'm picking. Yeah, that just, that fucking spread scares me. Like, Rams should be favored by more. So, I don't know. Yeah, they should. Uh, they said they're going to unleash I, I looked at that for a long time. Um, I have no faith in Cam. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, I don't seem no faith. I just don't think. I think. I heard this question today, and I, I I'll, I'll pose it to you: Is Cam closer to the guy that was the 2015 MVP, or closer to the guy, or was that? Wait, is that closer to who he is for real, or is that closer to being a fluke? No, definitely not. I mean, he's four or five years older. He's definitely not getting. Better. But I mean, like, who he really is? Like, he was he was he really that good just for that season, or is he that good and things have just happened? 
I think he's that good and things just happen, but I mean, and he's not like, he doesn't seem to be a guy that can recover well, like fully from stuff. So, and he just throws his body so much. I mean, he just kills himself. Um, he, I know he tried to start getting back to the pocket stuff, but nah, he's, he's done. Um, I like that bet. That's that scares me a little bit. So that's why I like looked at it for a while and decided not to do it. I have a feeling our third bet is uh, the same bet. I'm just going to say. Which, Denver Broncos. Which doesn't happen a lot. It's the Denver Broncos, minus three. It was minus one and a half, or minus a half uh, at one point. But, yeah, I mean, Denver is going to win on Monday night. I'm sorry. I think, yeah. Um, that team, that, that Oakland team is a disaster. Uh, and now they're going through this shit 100%. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Flacco. Let's see if he can get it done. But I like that uh, I like that bet. Well, listen, I'm in big trouble because I've taken three road favorites this week, and that never happens. Yeah. Um, so you'll probably lose one of those. At, uh, at least. So, but, yeah. Um, well, what, do we have a do we have a wager on this at all? I don't know. What do you want to do? Are we doing it per week or? Well, I I, I mean, shouldn't it be the end of the season? Should be overall record. Yeah, overall record. What's our wager? Um, we'll come up with something and we'll yeah we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, good luck. You too, buddy. Um. And uh, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that game, I'm glad that Cowboy game and Giant game is not a Sunday night game for once. That makes me happy. No, it's going to be that game, and then we're going to get a really good game. Yeah. Pittsburgh, England, it's that Sunday night game. Yep. Which should have been the Thursday night game, but they did some weird shit. Yeah. Uh, well, they know that everybody's sick of the Patriots. The Patriots may have broken football today. Yeah. Like, everybody's so angry about it. I was hearing from people that, I mean, I have no affiliation to New England. I was hearing from people all over, like, I had, like, four messages about it, like, when it happened. And it's, like, people who don't care either way, you know? It's, like, they're just so mad. Yeah. Did you, uh, real quick, we're in the middle of the third quarter of this LSU-Texas game. Who, uh, who do you have in this game? Well, I mean, I liked LSU, but... I don't even know what the score is, to be honest with you, because I'm upstairs. Okay. Well, it's 2014 LSU, as we speak. I I took Texas. Oh. In the points. All right. Uh, Well, until the next time. Oh, my God. All right. Until the next time, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, enjoy your Saturday night, my friend. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay.